I know I need to size up with you. And when I defang the viper, trust me, ain't gonna come from nowhere. Jeff, I already put you out. I don't even know why you're out here right now. Keep on talking. Hey, 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 do me a favor. Why don't you act like this is an AA meeting and you shut your mouth while I'm sharing with the group? And Mustafa, you out here, a boy among men. And I'm gonna tell you what. You got lucky at the Rumble, so I know you're gonna come out here and run your mouth about how bad you are. But let me give you a little bit of a reality check. You see, Mustafa, you said that my eyes don't lie. Well, your eyes don't lie either, because last week, they were closed real tight when I put your simple ass to sleep. And AJ, hey man, be honest with me. How's our old girl Wendy doing? Welcome back to the Clark Shoe Wrestling Podcast. It's me, Afisa. With me, as always, is Devin. And we are about to break down a whole lot of wrestling. Uh, essentially, we're going to talk about the WWE releases. We've got a special segment, uh, top 12 wrestlers in AEW, uh, men's division, yeah. women's division. And, of course, we've 12. got the full gear 12. Yes, 12. Full <laughs> gear predictions coming your way as well um, at the end. So stick around for that. But, fir- but first, but first, but first, we have to talk about these releases. Um, so unfortunately, this is becoming a, kind of a, a regular thing yeah. where WWE is just releasing very talented uh, superstars mm-hmm. just left and right. And it's um, it, it's it sucks just to, for lack of a better word, you know, to, to hear that. Um, you know, I get text messages, you know, from all sorts of people that are friends of mine and, and that, you know, are watching wrestling. They're like, oh, you know, you see this, you see this. And I, I didn't, you know, so I know you texted me. My brother texted me. A couple other people texted me. I'm saying, yeah. oh, my God, what is this? So I'm looking at it and I just shake my shook my head. Like, I just I just couldn't. It's not. OK, so. It's not that I couldn't believe it that it was happening because right. it the so biggest, times. the biggest, you know, releases they did to me is Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt. And Bray Wyatt, right. right? I mean, I think at this point now, unfortunately, it's like, okay, here they go again. They're releasing exactly. more people, but I, there's still that element of like, God, this sucks, you know, because it's their lives. You know, these aren't just characters on screen. You know, like they have to find a way to provide for themselves. For their mm-hmm. families, you know, and to lose your job like that out of nowhere. I mean, maybe some of them saw it coming, but, you know, we don't know that. So just you got to assume like, hey, this is going to affect them and they've got to now look for new employment. And and honestly, I don't know that it's a foregone conclusion that, that like they can just go to AEW and it's that easy or they can just go to Impact and it's that easy. Some I could think of some who can make the transition, you know, just seamless. And well, some who, who just don't fit in, and you know, maybe you have to work that indie uh, circuit a little bit. As far as talent goes, all of them are talented enough to work anywhere. Yeah. I think the problem now, though, is that from a business standpoint, you know, some of these companies might not actually be able to add them to the roster, just as far as a payroll standpoint. You know, because AEW. They're starting to look pretty full. Like, I don't know. You know, I know, you know, the cons, they got lots of money. They own the Jaguars. So hopefully, you know, it's not a problem for them. And I would love it to just say, hey, just move them all to AEW. Cool. But like Impact, you know, there was a rumor about Impact having their budget set, like for the year, for instance. And that's it. Like they really, 
don't have wiggle room. Maybe that's no. not true, um, but I could understand. I, I can see that because they do encourage you to do, you know, you hey, you can do work your work your indie tours as well mixed in with impact. So that can be from a business standpoint very lucrative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, man. I can see And then that. ROH, you know, ROH that, is, that was yeah. they released. They released everybody, bro. They released everybody. Yeah. That's it. You know? Yeah, so, man. They're like twelve and a half million dollars in debt. Mm-hmm. And so they had to do what they had to do. I mean, yeah. you know, kudos to ROH though for supporting their wrestlers, even when they weren't doing shows, they were still paying people. Right. And that's unfortunately par- probably part of the reason why they're in the situation they are now. But, you know, they they wanted to take care of the wrestlers that, you know, they just they just they care about, you know, and that right. that's awesome. That's a sincere thing to do because yeah. that's that's when it was like during COVID, we was just straight locked down. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you like there was like no shows, nothing like that. Oh, that was we're in a uh in the PC performance uh, yep. right there at that point, man. So that was the only thing we had. So yeah, man, kudos to them to take care of their, take care of their people, man, their family, you know? Yep. Cause now exactly. I think they can get work from somewhere else because it's pretty much open right now. I hope so. I hope so. You know, so fingers crossed for all of them. I really yeah. do hope that all of them find, you know, work wherever they can and can just get right back to it. Um, so that, that sincerely, I, I, I hope that for them. Um, but going through the names of the people that were released on this go round, uh, the biggest names, not to even just bury the lead, but just to get right to it. Yeah. Uh, Keith Lee, Karrion Cross, Nia Jax. You know, those were three of the big names that got released, which, you know, hearing those names, I just think, you know, especially, I mean, Nia Jax, it sucks. And she's, it kind of came out of nowhere, like, wow, like she, she was yeah. such a big player in WWE. Like, it's so weird. You know, almost on the women's division, it's like they're Braun Strowman, where she's just this powerhouse, you know, like dominant wrestler that, you know, was a great you you could have her as 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 a dominant heel if you want to for Mm -hmm. you know for for either brand for Raw or SmackDown and it it makes sense and it works. So it was really kind of surprising that they released her. Rumors around her release, and I don't want to dig too deep into rumors. I, I hope to hear from these wrestlers pretty soon. Exactly, man. Um, well, so, she but, put she, well, she put a statement out there. I think on uh, which social platform it was. Either it was like Twitter or Instagram, but it's a statement out there. And I'm just paraphrasing, but she did confirm it wasn't for like not being vac, not vaccinated. So if that's okay. the, you know, I I know you was like, yeah. you know, you know, going, you know, heading towards that. Uh, Yep. To, towards that point, but in her, yep. but she came out in her own words, and you know, hey, that's that's not it. You gotta so, respect that. Yeah, yeah. it was more so, on. You know, she was trying to. She took a break for her mental health, and then she wanted to take some more time, and then they never got back. And here we, and they cut her loose. Yeah. So that's that's unfortunate, you know, with her. And yeah, there are those rumors out there, but again, it's it's just great to hear from the wrestlers themselves before exactly. jumping to any conclusions. So, you know, I, I'm gonna take her word for it, and I hope she lands on her feet. Uh, Keith Lee and Karrion Cross, yeah, you know, those two right there were the ones that really got me because I'm like, okay, Karrion, the way they both of them were booked terribly on Raw, like so, you could kind of feel like this is not Who going the right direction. Coming? Yeah, like you could feel this is going wrong real quick. Yeah. Like as, as soon as they both debuted, yeah. immediately like, you know, Keith Lee's song changes. They changed up his gear. Karen Cross doesn't have Scarlet. They changed up his gear. Like, and then they, you know, 
Karrion Cross lost his first match to Jeff Hardy. Uh, Keith Lee, you know, he beat Randy Orton at the pay-per-view, but then it was spotty, and then he had some things going on, health concerns, you know, so there's some real shit he was dealing with. But it just seemed to just be off the whole time for for Keith Lee and for Karrion Cross. And to think of where they came from, when they were on NXT, um, both of them were champions, you know, and both of them thriving champions that, I mean, the imagery that I have in my head, and I sent you the the pictures of Karrion Cross with Scarlet and the flames going in the background, and he's holding up the title, and she's just roaring in the camera. Just such a iconic shot that I thought this is going to be like that thing that okay Vince will we see. We sent that like, to each other the, that moment it happened. Who was like, I was like, a screenshot. Send it to you. You sent your screenshot to me. <laughs> I was hyped. I was like, oh, bro. This, this, this we thought that right was a here. great moment. I was like, oh yeah. shit, screenshot, screenshot, screenshot. Oh, oh, not to. And then here we are. Yeah. Like, what the fuck happened? Like, why? So. And then Keith Lee is a similar thing with the two belts, with the North American Championship and the NXT Championship. He just beat Adam Cole. He got both belts. The the spark first time ever, fireworks. first time double champion in first NXT fucking history, history, my guy. Yeah, never happened before. Probably never happen again. And he's gone. Like what? What? I just I don't understand it. I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. So those those two that really it's like yeah. I feel like they're the the two that are most likely okay they're gonna get scooped up by somebody they're gonna yep. be hot free agents for those sure. Those are my potentials. Another one for me is Ember Moon. Ember Moon, I think you know, just if if depending on what which direction she wants to go now, hopefully she's not too deterred from this because this is this has been a long journey of just, you know, disappointment with yeah. not, you know, being on television for a while. Um, she got called up to the main roster, didn't go so well, uh, went back to NXT, things were going good. Then I think there was right. injury involved uh, there too. Now she's just released. I hope she keeps going because she's one of my favorites. I've said on the show before, her finisher, uh, to me, coldest. it's my favorite finisher in all of wrestling. The coldest I've said it. in the game. It's, it. Right, because yeah. it's, it's, inver- it's a version of a Stone Cold Stunner, but yeah. she does it from the air. From the like, it's in, it's incredible. It's just crazy how she does it. So the I best love one that she move. hit to me was with Mickey James. Mickey James sold the shit out of that. The on one the main she hit, roster that was crazy, but the one she did to Dakota Kai. <laughs> oh yeah, at War Games. Yeah, that War Games. That was. I, I thought she killed Dakota Kai. I said <laughs> like, she was trying to kill. I said they were trying to kill, bro. <laughs> We killing people. Yeah. <laughs> she was on a mission. She's like it's war games, right? Well, right. here we go. Right. So, <laughs> so yeah, man. But I, I just all of these wrestlers. I hope they land the feet and to go yeah. through the list some more. So yeah, we got Scarlett Bordeaux also released. Grand Metalik, uh, Harry Smith was released as well. Um, Mia Yim, unfortunately, Eva Marie, uh, B Fab. That's crazy. Now that's Only the, this, now that one right there, B Fab. That was the one I told you in pre-show. It, yeah. it was a couple of names. There was one that that was surprising, and there was one I was disappointed. And that was the name I was disappointed because she was just called up from a potential hot group called Hit Row, yeah. and you know, just a all, just just a all black, you know. Uh, faction with swag and she brought like this perfect ingredient 
you know, to to the group. And, you know, she wasn't she wasn't ready to be a wrestler. I get that. All right. right? Understand right. it. And she and she could have did that ballet role while she's learning, uh, you know, from from her team. And that would have been cool to do that slow approach. But I don't get that. She's part of the song hit role when it come out. And now it's a three man squad. And I saw the, the I was like, this sucks. Yeah, yeah. That it sucked. Suck. It sucked. The new version of the Hit Row song, they they cut they it took, out. They, they cut, cut it out. out. They took her ver- verse out. I was like, wow, yeah, that sucked too. It sucks. Yeah, this doesn't. It's not. It's not as interesting anymore. When they do a, since it since since it's such a immediate change. Now I'm worried about Hit Row. Oh yeah, I, it, it's. I don't have good. I feel like. It's gonna end up becoming, you know, a a, a tag, just a tag team, you yeah. know, between um, Swerve and Top Dollar. You know, I think those two are gonna be the focus, and I think eventually, you know, uh, Adonis. I, I'm sorry, but I, I, I'm a, I'm worried for him. I'm worried for him. I don't know, you know, how this is gonna go for him. Hopefully, he can, you know, find a way to, you know, just just make it through this. But I, I don't know. Yeah. Like he just kind of sticks out, like. If these two are wrestling, he's not really a – he wasn't really a mouthpiece for Hit Row. He was a wrestler, too. Nah, he was like the scrappy. He was like a, a light J, a light J Uso, if I Yeah, can. yeah, basically. <laughs> that's, that's actually a great way to put it. <laughs> because, yeah, I mean, he was that tough dude. Like, they literally had to calm him down because he's, yep. he's about, like, taking care of business. And he gets short temper, short fuse, mm-hmm. you know, ready to fight all the time. And him with Top Dollar as a tag team, you know, that – that made sense, you know, because you had Swerve as the North American champion. So now, though, the immediate tag team that they put out there was Swerve and Top Dollar. I was like, ooh, this is going to be tough already. Now you get rid of B-Fab. That even puts more of a... I like that. Yeah, and more of a spotlight on, well, now what is Adonis like? Is he... How's this going to work? You know, so... I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm concerned for him. So yeah, B Fab being let go like that, and she had just uh, signed a new deal. Also, yeah. not only was she yep. just you know brought up, but she yeah. signed a new deal. So and- instead of the NXT 30 day clause, she's part of the 90 day. Which, so she still gets paid until the night, you know, after yeah. the 90 days. Which then, fine, but yeah. you know, this is this sucks, man. I mean, you know, just just like that, yeah. just like that on the blue, like. That's that's terrible. That's right. just terrible. That's um, some bullshit, man. Yeah, and then only Lorkin uh, and Lindsay Dorado uh, to round out the the people that were released. You know, also, unfortunately, uh, do not uh, are not part of WWE anymore. Um, it's sad. Uh, Frankie Monet was kind of a weird one too. You know, just her. I feel like she 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 was left Impact. Cup of coffee, right? You know, <laughs> uh, John Morrison's wife. You know, like yes what why how i don't understand she really didn't get an opportunity i felt get, she really didn't get a chance you know to showcase what she can do yeah. and that the, the women's division could have definitely benefited from having someone like her um it's and one thing she put out was that you know your age shouldn't have anything to do with you getting released right you know and you know i think she's uh, upper 30s like 38 and mm. i think that's part of it because they're trying to go younger they never saying, knew she was 38 bro right well she i think even <laughs> she had put out like you know she really doesn't even talk about her age you know and it's weird now because it seems like why that's is the that a factor why. It's it like shouldn't it's, be that's right. exactly what was it would 
it was never a thought in mind like oh no. man I wonder how old she is no one cares like you know, I don't care wrestle, just fucking she's go she's entertaining exactly yes, doesn't matter you could be 58 if you can still go fine like that's cool you know what yeah. Sting is there and he has a role and he's doing his thing in AEW and everyone's fine with it you know he's used appropriately if he could still go like he did back in the day we yeah. would all be clamoring for Sting to to be wrestling if he could you know so it don't the age doesn't matter and that no, that man. sucks now the thing, was taking table spots yeah from, from the deadly boys dude man it just it blows my mind <laughs> The new directive seems to be 25 and younger, you know, for uh, the women now, too. Another rumor. So I, I, I just, know, I, I don't know. I don't it know. sucks. It sucks. Yeah. Just, you know, the releases suck. I feel bad for them. You know, just I hope, I hope, I hope that they all land on their feet and, and, and you know, something positive comes out of this for each one of them. So that's that's definitely, you know, where where us as a as Clark Street, you know, we we definitely support them and just want the best for them. And Let me ask you a question okay. real quick about these releases and then, you know, maybe potential of more releases coming in the near future. You think you'll eventually get numb to this shit? No, because it's it's people's lives, you know? Yeah. Like I I so where I am sort of somewhat numb is I'm not surprised that this is happening. At that, right, right. You yeah. know, like 10 or so wrestlers getting released altogether. Mm-hmm. Like every when I saw it, when I when I saw the text messages and I, I yeah, part of me was like, oh shit, who is it gonna be? You know? And at the same time, it wasn't like, wow, they're releasing people. Like, why? How? Like, it's just we kind of know, like, hey, they're gonna say it's budget cuts, but um, yeah. you know, it, it's more about wow, these people that you know, they love what they do. This is their dream job. They're getting released. Shit. You know, like that sucks. And me as a fan, you know, like selfishly too, I like seeing them, you know, they they bring me joy to see them do what they do. So it sucks not to be able to see them, you know, do what, what they're great at. And also for me to be able to enjoy them performing in their craft. Like it just sucks. So, yeah. you know, like that's, that's just kind of why I won't ever go get numb to it because I just, I just feel... I feel that 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 upset and that, you know, that that pain, you know, just that someone is going to not have their job anymore. Like it it sucks. It sucks. But I feel I know what you mean, though, as far as like this is just what they do. This is WWE now, you know, until they sell or until, you know, there's new ownership or whatever. Like this might be just what it is. That's that's their new business cadence now. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. and then, you know, yeah, it sucks for Keith Lee, you know, getting released. And and yeah, I look at it from a different side, too. Like, they really wasn't booking you right. right. Mm-hmm. It was booking you, like, totally something else. It had something else in vision for you. It, yep. it You know, wrestling works when it's your character dialed up a notch. That wasn't yeah. it. Who was Bearcat? Now he's right. doing something you never saw before. Because if you look in this, in this history of... of you know, being working the indies, seeing his YouTube clips, he's always been limitless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Came in the NXT, brought the limitless character to life. Yep. You know, yep. I'm a bask in his glory. Woo, I missed that. <sighs> yeah, that was totally him. That was him, you know, in his uh, full glory. For sure. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah, and now they was you know wow now you gonna be Bearcat wow yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to I want you to do that 
you know, mid wrestling match, you know, mid wrestling uh, move. Do it. Wow. What you do One surprise, that? surprise. That wasn't his idea. You know, oh, yeah. I, I knew that was come on, bro. That. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> that's why I said surprise, surprise. It wasn't his idea. Yeah. You know? Like, and even Karen Cross, someone asked him for the for the gear, for the helmet or something. And Karen Cross said, no one wants that oh, shit. He clowned that shit. No one wants he that clowned shit. clowned that shit. <laughs> right. So. We know how the inner workings of the of the backstage of the mm-hmm. madhouse for WWE. We heard it from from wrestlers, you know, yep. CM Punk, Moxley, John Moxley, yep. you know, FTR, yep. all of them, man, pretty much said the same thing. Like they're trying, they have something like they have an image, like whatever Vince McMahon sees you as, yep. Yep. you know, which which sucks. Like it's supposed to be your character. That's what Stone Cold was. Yep. He, he kind of birthed from ECW and, and took that and evolved it into WWE. Because mm-hmm. Vince let him be that. He didn't tell him to be like, dude, you know, I'm gonna have you remain the ringmaster or something right. like like he what well, he used to be. He let him be what he needed to be, bro. That's the, you know, that's such a interesting point too, because it feels like now the opposite is happening. It's almost like if Stone Cold were coming up right now, and let's say Stone Cold in NXT was Stone Cold. And then he got called up to the main roster and Vince got him. He said, you know what? Why don't you become the ringmaster? You know, like that's what it feels like. Like they're going for these yeah. goofy gimmicks that aren't yep. them, you know, yep. and, and taking these characters that are fleshed out already in, in NXT that are cool, that everyone loves. But then Vince gets them and he says, nah, let me try something else. Like what? How about, like, how about not Stone Cold? How about Stone? Right. Stone Master. Right. <laughs> we get you out there with like a chisel, you know, yeah. <laughs> tools so you can break rocks. Like, so it makes sense. Huh? What? Dude, I'm telling you, 2021, Mr. Man, <laughs> probably what happened to <laughs> Why was Karrion Cross in this helmet? And these, these, like, why? What is going oh, on? Man. You know, Bearcat Lee, like, Bearcat. why? <laughs> it, it just, it's in reverse. Like the 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 old Vince would not have done this to yeah. that character. Yeah. I, I don't think either one of those guys becomes that. But like, they know. let him do it sometimes. Like you look at Bianca Belair, it was like seamless transition. Yeah, she's, there's nothing different she's doing from NXT. Right, if you look at it. Right, same music, yeah, same music, bro. You're right, You're you know right. what I'm saying? Right. Like, she still does her own gear and, and all of that. I don't see anything she's, uh, like she's getting influenced by their, uh, you know, whoever does their sew-ins and all of that. But she's doing her own stuff, she's doing her thing. Yeah, it's and, it's wild how they pick and choose that because you're right yeah. with 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 her. I mean, with Damian Priest for the most part, you know, was similar too, where he continued most of his stuff. I mean, now he has the new music and the new entrance. Yeah. Which, you know, it's not the dude anymore. He's not, you know, and it's kind of pushing it a little bit because they're like, oh, you know, Damien Priest, kind of ironic. Mr. Arrows? You know, you're saying you missed the arrows now? No, I'm not saying that at all. I don't miss, <laughs> I, and, and I don't really, you know, whatever. With the arrow guy, it's kind of a fun thing that we did for a while oh, there. Man, right. character. But um, yeah, it, it's just, it's interesting that now how they're trying to play with that too. And it could be hokey, but I think Damien will make it work you know it's not too far off for him yeah but right right they're not putting him in a helmet or you know like anything goofy like that right so 
I think he'll be okay. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet, at least. Oh, God. Stop All right. Him priest from now on. Yeah, Scratch just Danny. drop one of it. Oh man, seriously, seriously. You're a face now. You're not. You're not this. You know, just dealing with your demons. You're a full uh, on face now. You're a priest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's where we're at. <laughs> oh man. So all right. So enough on on WWE and these releases. Again, yeah. you know, we wish them all the best and hope that they land on their feet um, as far as the release wrestlers. But let's switch mm-hmm. gears to AEW. So AEW. So I had an idea before we do the predictions. I was thinking, you know, what could we do as a segment? What would be kind of cool? And I don't know. I was just uh, going over some ideas and I was like, let me let me look at this women's division real quick, because Mm. it's been bothering me. You know, like circle debate. You know, you sent me uh, that clip, you know, circle debate, you know, basically saying that (laughs) we were saying that the AEW women's division was trash and it was bad, which, first of all, no one said that the AEW women's division was trash. That's not what we're saying. What mm-hmm. we're saying is the AEW women's division is full of talented wrestlers that don't get yes. enough time to shine. That's exactly. what we're saying. Right. And we're asking for one more match. They do one yeah. on Dynamite. They do one on Rampage. What we're saying is for these televised events. Actually, they're telling us that it's trash, basically. Because they, they keep on pointing out Red Velvet. She's not ready. I'm like, yeah. so why are y'all telling us? <laughs> so y'all telling us it's trash? Is that what's happening? <laughs> yes. Let's, let's, maybe that's what's going on. I don't want to, I don't think that's really what they're trying to do, but in a roundabout way, it kind of <laughs> is turning into that. But I know that they love AEW. And yep. so what it is, is they want us to be patient. They want us to, to be patient with the product, let give them time to develop the women's division, you know. And look, to, to me, to Devin, what we've consistently said is that. It it we're, we're, we don't want to be patient with this because we feel like they have enough talent to yep. be able to give us one more match on these mm-hmm. shows. Now, dark elevation, they do three, four women's matches. I they see do. it, yeah, but those are not the TV events. Those are not the money events. You gotta just do whatever you want on dark and elevation. But when it comes to the money, when it comes to okay, you're really trying to push something. Mm-hmm. Dynamite is your show that this casuals are going to see. Yes, that's this. You try to push your best face forward, and to me, it's like, well, why are the women not a bigger part of that? You know, so one again, one women's match. It it just doesn't make sense to me when you have all this talent. So I'm looking at the roster, and I'm saying, you know what? Let's rank the the women's roster. Let's rank them. And I started with a top ten, and then. I was ranking them. I'm like, damn, I'm leaving some people out. So I went to top 12. I just had to. I'm like, there's too I think many 12 here. is cool because yeah. a lot of podcasts, a lot of, a lot of, you know, a lot of YouTubers, they'll do top five, top 10. And you said top 12. I'm like, hey, I ain't even I'm yeah. like, hey, what about top 10? I'm like, no, nah, I'm cool. Top 12? Yeah. Top 12. And, you know, I'm in, I'm in fantasy mode, you know, fantasy football going on, fantasy basketball going on. You got 12 team leagues. So maybe that's why I'm in that 12 mode as well. But I was I'm I was cool ranking with being them different, bro. Yeah, what's that? <laughs> I said I'm cool with being different. Yeah. Well, for me, it was just the I, I did the top ten, and I'm looking at it, and I'm saying, oh, and I was struggling because there were people I was leaving off, and I'm like, mm. all right, twelve. I like twelve because at least there I can show a little bit of love to a couple more wrestlers, right? Uh, because I feel like there's just so much talent, and that's the point that there's so much talent in that division that it feels like. You know, they should be better represented on the main money shows. Mm-hmm. All right. So we did it for the men and we did it for the women as well. 
Um, I kind of want to save the women just to, to go <laughs> build, know, it like, build it up yeah, a little bit. So, so let's, let's do the men's list first. Let's let's jump there. So top 12 on the men's side of AEW. We're going to save the good stuff. So I didn't spend too much time on the on the men's side. I'll say that. So with some more research and digging, maybe I would move this around a little bit. But okay. I'm going to work my way back. Now, it's funny because I actually wrote out uh, 15 names. So I'm only going to say some honorable mentions, but we're going to go. We're going to focus on you. the top 12. All right. So, you know, just outside of the top 12 for me, uh, number 15 was John Silver. You know, John Silver, mm. I feel like he's just, you know, real 15, just like charismatic. That. Now, this is going to be a top 12, but this is just an yeah. honorable mention. I, no, yeah. it, I should say in no order, the honorable mentions, John Silver. Um, I've got Orange Cassidy. And I've got Chris Jericho on the outside of my top 12. Okay. So those three guys, they were right there. But I feel like everybody else that I have on this list, they just, for me, are more, um, you know, either cornerstones or people who right now are just making a bigger impact for me as a fan. That when I watch them, I'm really, you know, glued in. Not to say I'm not by Silver or Cassidy or Jericho. But I think there's just a little bit more. And that speaks to how great this division is, in my mm-hmm. opinion. So 12, I have Eddie Kingston. I have Eddie Kingston over. And, and also to say this, I took John Moxley out because John Moxley, you know, he's going through some stuff right now. I got you. Know, you. He checked himself into rehab and much respect, much love for John Moxley. Yeah. So I Actually respect kept him, him in for me. Yeah. And that's totally fine. But I, I just yeah. for me, I was like, you know what? I'm going to pull him out of this list because he's going to take some time off anyway. So yeah. let me just go ahead. I mean, he'd be towards the top for me if he was, but I mm-hmm. purposely took him out. There's no disrespect to John. So 12 for me is Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston, this is a guy who, when he first started in AEW, I wasn't a big fan, but he me grew either. on me. The the promo work that he does, and I'm hearing the crowd. I'm listening to the crowd and just how much they love Eddie, and it's growing on me too. And even that promo that he did with CM Punk, I got to be real. I was kind of on Eddie's side with that promo. I mean, CM, you know, he said, hey, yeah. all these guys, I looked up to you. <laughs> You know, and you guys basically used your power and influence to hold me back. And CM Punk was like, yeah, we did, you know, because you're a bum. And it's like, <laughs> wait a minute. And then he's like, huh? So, you know, I know it I'm sounds condescending, a- but, you know, I'm asking for an apology. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. I was like, CM Punk, you ain't looking too good right now. And Eddie wow. Kingston, he's looking like, you know, the underdog guy that I kind of want to root for, who's like, you know, had his, you know, people put his thumb, put their thumb on him mm-hmm. to keep him down and so i'm like eddie's looking good and cm punk is looking like a like a dick right now so it's kind of interesting how that whole story flipped but so eddie has that way you know and just his promo work I, he was going toe-to-toe with cm punk and he was killing them i gotta be real he was killing phil like, he, was them, he was giving them blows man yes. Body shot. <laughs> 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 Hey, Eddie, I see you. I respect you. You made the list. Um, and I almost put him over CM Punk, but I couldn't. I couldn't put him over CM Punk. And actually, CM Punk for me is 11. CM Punk, there's a lot of guys that I feel are above CM Punk right now in this moment. I feel like, um, you know, you made a point that CM Punk going against Bobby Fish. Is that a misstep? And I don't necessarily think it, it's bad because, you know, it was a decent match. But I just don't feel like right now, like it basically it's a love fest. You know, we're all just enjoying having him around. It's just, he, I'm happy that he's there. But what is he doing 
of inf- of impact right now in AEW. He's putting people over like Darby Allen. That's awesome. Eddie Kingston now. That's awesome. Yeah. So from that standpoint, similar to like Sting, he's helping to put over some of these, you know, the guys that are, are young and up and coming, or maybe that he just feels like they deserve a little bit more respect than they get. So I do respect that. But these other guys, I can't put them over. And honestly, I think feel like Adam Cole has done a better job a little bit as far as <laughs> the excitement level. Like I'm it's so still excited. there. Yes. yes, for Adam Cole. Every time I see him. Every time yeah. I see him, bro, I'm, I'm just like, yeah, you can tell, yeah. Yeah. That's all I'm about to do. <laughs> In pre-show, I love his track. Yes. You know, just his attitude, his vibe, the everything, man. Uh, boom! Yeah, <laughs> him and Daniel Bryan, uh, Brian Danielson, I should say, Brian Danielson, you know, the two of them, whenever I see them, I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm so hyped to, to see this match or whoever they're going. Yes. I, like, I, it doesn't even matter. So they're so entertaining. Feel like Adam Cole, he just needs a couple more, you know, uh, just storylines with other guys like a Jungle Boy um, to to even continue that rise. And eventually, we've called it. I think he's going to end up splitting from the elite, yeah. and you know, maybe we get Kyle leaving NXT to go over to AEW, reform Red Dragon with his boy Bobby Fish. Oh, reunion! Um, let's bring oh. back. The era boys and make this happen against the elite. Let's go. <laughs> I would be here for it. So Adam Cole is fantasy 10. booking. Yes, hey, fantasy. <laughs> Let's go. We're doing it. Jungle Boy, I have at nine. Jungle Boy, again, I hear the crowd. I know I feel the the love they have for Jungle Boy. And I think that he's definitely in that top ten of wrestlers right now. Even higher. He could be higher on this list, but I'm putting Jungle Boy at nine. I'm putting God's former favorite champion, Miro, at eight. Okay, I think Ooh. Miro, yep, Miro in that top eight. I got Malachi okay. Black at seven. Mm. I've got the TNT champion, Sammy Guevara, at six. All right, now, so now these three, Miro, I mean, in my in my power rankings, whenever I see Miro, he just jumps up to number one because his promos are on point. Just love Miro. Uh, Malachi Black. Dude, everything that he's done since he's joined AEW, I feel like he's just been on fire. So Malachi Black, for me, like, you know, the wrestling, the promos, the entrance, just the storyline with Cody, even how he lost, but he's still saying it wasn't about wins and losses. Like, look what I did to you. They're booing you. Your your friends aren't on your side. They're questioning Uh, you now. (laughs) Who really won? I'm like, dude, I'm with it. I'm with it, man. I'm about to destroy you right now, bro. Yes. Yes, mentally, physically, I'm destroying you. It's awesome. It's awesome to watch. And Sammy Guevara, him being TNT champ, like that to me just it was a was a perfect time thing to happen to him after MJF coined them as the four the four pillars of AEW. Yeah. For Sammy to get that that TNT championship, it was like okay, like cementing him as for real one of the pillars. So I thought that was really cool. Um, now we're into my top five. So top five, I've got Darby mm. Allen at five. Okay. Uh, Darby, he's, as far as I'm concerned, he is the sting of this generation for AEW. Yeah. You know, he is that person, like kids are, are painting their faces like Darby. Adults are painting their faces like Darby. Like he has the fans. You know, his matches are entertaining. Um, the storyline now he has with MJF is sick. Like I'm just, I'm I'm there with with Darby's character. Um, he's, just, he's just an entertaining guy, hell of a guy. MJF, I'm putting at four. So MJF, you know, there's an argument to be made for MJF to be number one. 
like you you really could make a make a state uh, a claim for MJF to be number one just from the, the from the fact that he generates he's so great at his job he generates heat gets people to hate him and puts over the face like none other he does no, ma- no matter who he's going against you want them to win and he makes sure of it like that is perf- that is just perfect so I love what MJF is doing um, Hangman Adam Page is number three. Okay. Hangman, you know, he's getting ready to fight for the title. Uh, he took mm-hmm. some time away. I contemplated dropping him down a little bit because I feel like he's still picking that momentum back up. But I'm hyped up. I am so hyped up for this matchup that he has with Kenny Omega. And I said, you know what? He, for me, in my heart, I think he's the number three because there are two guys that are ahead of him. And if you've been listening to this show, <laughs> you know who's number two and you know who's number one. Because look, PWI may have said that this man is the number one wrestler in all of wrestling. Man. And I'm sorry, this might get some smoke, but he's not even the number one wrestler in his own company. Because mm. Kenny Omega, for me, is number two. He is the number two wrestler right now in AEW. And that's not really, you know, tongue-in-cheek. You know, I'm having fun with a little bit here. But yeah. honestly, it's not really even a diss because – He's he is a great wrestler, and I put him over Hangman, MJF, Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara, Malachi Black, Miro, Jungle Boy, Adam Cole, Chris Jericho. That's awesome! Like that's an awesome list to be the number two guy. Sure, you're the champion. Maybe you feel like you should be number one, but Devin, to your point, there's been so many times where you know you're watching him and you don't feel like he's really standing out. He's not up front. He's in the back. You know, he's not like giving you that. Heel, like, oh, he's, he's serious. Like, he's a force to be reckoned with. Like, your man, the tribal chief, the head of the table. Yes, you know. puts it together. Because when it comes down to, you know, my core for, for me being a wrestling f- fan, I'm all about that character, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, and then once you, once, you put the, once you put the wrestling together, that's like the cherry on top right there, bro. Yeah. You know, and Kenny, he's, he's not there yet. He, he's, he's great as a wrestler. Great. Yeah, as a wrestler, I will admit that, but from a character standpoint, I can't rock with that, bro. Yeah, and for me, the number one is Brian Danielson. Brian mm-hmm. Danielson is the number one wrestler. Look, and honestly, you know, if we were doing like an overall, if we if we kept it to just wrestling. Who is the yeah. best wrestler in the world? It's Brian Danielson. To me, right now, this mm-hmm. very moment, he's the best wrestler in the world. Now, overall, when you put together storylines and wrestling and character, all that, it's Roman Reigns. It's the Tribal Chief. He's Tribal number Chief. one, period. It, it, it's just what it is. But Brian Danielson, as far as the best wrestler, it's him. As far as the best everything in AEW, it's him. So that's my list. Brian Danielson. Number one. Number one. It's a good list. Good list. Yeah. Huh. I might get smoked with my list. Okay. See where All I got right. Kenny Omega at. Ooh. I'm <laughs> Kenny Omega right there. <laughs> it's my list. Oh, shit. It's my opinion. That's where I rank him. You go. You go. Respect my rankings. Respect rank- the rankings. Rank- <laughs> rank- <laughs> All right. Number 12. I got actually Wardlow. Oh, okay. yeah, okay. yeah. Low key, I think he could. Low key, I think he's a pillar as well, man. You know, 
the way he's being somewhat somewhat groomed by MJF, he gets that MJF rub too, you know, and the little sub, like the sub story that they have too between the two, like you know that Warlow is forced to protect, like he's he incentivized basically financially to protect MJF. Like we get that. That just makes MJF even more of a dick. <laughs> and he's he's badass wrestler, man. You know, and I yeah. love his character. He to me, he puts it together. He's young. You know, he does that F10. <laughs> we see you, Wardlow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And his matches be uh be fired too, man. You know, except yeah. for that one UFC. They did they was doing that yeah. UFC. Where, yeah. That's not know, his fault. I'm not that's really not somersault I, I, in, in a I give him a pass for that one. Somersault and MMA. That's what we're doing. Okay, whatever. <laughs> All right, <laughs> but I got Wardlow at number 12. All right, number 11, I actually got Malachi Black. Ooh, okay, okay, you got him 11, I got seven. Okay, all yeah, right, yeah, here it is. Yeah, 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 man, because I, I, I actually see, because he, he's been great, you know, he, his story has been, has been fun, uh, his character, but to me, I haven't, I don't know. It's not truly catching my attention okay. yet. You know, uh, I don't know if he needs to maybe rival with someone else besides Cody. I don't know because Cody is, is being effect. Maybe yeah. uh, because because of that. But right now, I got him ranked at at number eleven. Okay, right. number ten, I got Orange Cassidy. Ooh, okay, okay, yeah, I like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I see my list. <laughs> <laughs> it hurt me not to be able to put Orange Cassidy in the top twelve, man. It really did. I he was right I there at thirteen. Bro, but... I, I respect the list. I respect yeah. the list. This, this is this is your list. This is your yep. ranking. You gave me down to mention. You mentioned him. You know, of course, Orange Cassidy does. You know, does somewhat praise the head of the table, original of the Superman of the Superman. Punch. <laughs> well, he must. He must be. Oh man, you're funny. <laughs> Okay, we'll allow it. We'll allow it. It all comes back to the tribal chief. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I still love his character, you know, the nonchalant, you know, uh it, it speaks to me, even his wrestling. Uh, I I love the somewhat of he's slowly evolving his character because you're starting to see him show more emotion. Uh especially he did like that. He was like uh he came in with it's Christian Statlander in that women's match, and you see him screaming, yeah. trying to motivate Christian Statlander to get back in the ring. I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. I actually like that. So uh, besides that, man, like I said, the wrestling, you know, it, it speaks to me. It's still, uh, he's still over with the crowd. I love seeing little kids dress up as Orange Cassidy, so it works with the younger crowd as well. So he's actually building future generations of Orange Cassidy fans. So smart move from him. I love that. Uh, number, what's that? Number eleven or number ten? Uh, you just you did three so far. Oh, so you're right. yeah. So you did number ten. Nine. So you got nine. Number nine, Eddie Kingston. Oh, okay. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston. At first, you said it. You know, uh, to me, I thought he was just another Kevin Owens light. You know, but no, nah, he he for real, bro. I don't know if he's like shooting or working. I'm like. You know, I'm trying to figure it out, and the unpredictable to that, it it, it it just blows my mind because I love it. That's why I, I love 
wrestling when I can't predict it. I don't know which way it's going to go. And I love Eddie Kingston for that. He does, he does that at the highest level, mm-hmm. especially with his promos. You just pointed it out with CM Punk. That shit felt real. Yeah. I didn't know if they was like, are they taking personal digs? CM Punk really getting pissed off. That headbutt did like, it looked legit a little bit. You yeah. know, because he was talking that shit. <laughs> he was like, I'll make you quit another seven years. Mid-sentence, bro. You're like, motherfucker. I was like, damn it, mid-sentence? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> had enough. Yeah, you was like, fuck that, bro. I was like, oh, man. And, and now that match got me caring about a CM Punk. Because if Honestly, I haven't cared about a CM Punk match, you know, in a while since like maybe like Darby Allen, because it seemed like he just cooled off a lot since then. But number nine, Eddie Kingston. Number eight, I have Jungle Boy. Okay. Yes. I like it. One of the four pillars, as, you know, said by MGF himself, he took some time to grow on me, honestly. But I, I dig the character. I dig that he's he's evolving. He's getting a little bit more serious. He's speaking more. His wrestling is off the chain. You know, mm-hmm. we already know far enough. Oh, he's great. He he is, you know, he's just uh, he, he's just off the chain with the wrestling. Ariel, now he's getting a little bit more grounded, too. I like that. So now he's slowing it down, doing some missions. I'm like, ha-ha. You're mm-hmm. starting to click. I get Putting that. Look at you. Little young Justin Fields. I get it. Look at you. <laughs> <all together>. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a little football analogy right there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, I, I'm digging what, what Jungle Boy is bringing. I can't wait for the future for him, man. Like mm-hmm. like I said, I kid around like 10 years in the future. Like, what, what, would, he, what would he be? Like, would he be like the man? Like, that's man over there when with short hair, when he evolved into this man, <laughs> rocking a suit, <laughs> like he ain't, he ain't on nobody's shoulders anymore. Oh, he, man. he a man now, right? <laughs> All right, number seven, Sammy Guevara, TNT champion, nice. sir. When you defeat God's former. Gods, let me say that. Let me correct myself. Yeah, I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> Former God's favorite champion. <laughs> you get the juice, sir. Yeah, and then you get all the the you know the royalties, everything that comes with it, because you you just he's still feeding off that momentum. Now he's carrying into another feud with America Top Team, which mm-hmm. is cool. I'm loving that with Ethan Page. Uh, love that as well. And what he and what he's doing with the TNT title, he's gonna bring his his swag to it. So and he gets to add that lineage to the TNT title as well, because like he's he's gonna uh, be defending it a lot more as well, which is cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. So to me, man, and he's one of the four pillars as well. Yep, yep, yep. You know, it's coming off uh, one of the first factions in AEW created by Chris Jericho too. So he gets that little accolade with it. So yeah, man, it is decided number. What I have him at seven, Sammy Guevara. Number six, you know, salute to you, John Moxley. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know you're going to pull through. You know, I hope you, uh, you know, have a, a, a future, healthy well-being, bro. So, yeah, man. But what what more can I say, man? He he came in into AEW hot, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, and there, and there was some, uh, 
there, there was some murky waters a little bit with his with his title reign toward towards the end. But the minute he started, you know, I think it took off. The minute he's had his rival with, with Kenny Omega, and he's been on ever since, you know, and I love it. And he changed up his body. He even bulked up more, too. He got mm-hmm. a little bit bigger, a little bit more intimidating, comes through the crowd, just like the shield from before. I love that, you know. So it, it's still, and, and it still adds to that that wild character that I love, man. He, he puts it all together. I love his storytelling in the ring. He can go any style. He can go, he get it grimy hardcore whatever you want it you know we're gonna do it i'm a i'm a i'm a fight you know so that's that's what i love about john moxie number six (laughs) (laughs) oh no the way you laugh right now this is it kenny omega is five ain't he (laughs) wow wow Ah, uh, you know me so well now. Oh, man. <laughs> oh my goodness. Go ahead, man. Explain yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I said it. Or I didn't even say it. Yeah. Fafine said it. <laughs> Kitty Omega. Five. Wow. Five. Wow. Fifth. Okay. Fifth. Fifth. <laughs> <laughs> I said it. Like I said before. Amazing wrestler, amazing in the ring, <laughs> but from a character standpoint, sir, I don't know you. I don't. It doesn't click with me. You know, I thought I was getting there when, honestly, when you was a tag team champion with uh, with Adam Page. And you guys had that awesome match where I think to me is one of the best matches. I say the best match in AEW so far is that tag team match with Young Bucks because it was just a, a yeah. uh, it was just a, a meld of perfect worlds, just wrestling, storytelling, everything, the emotion you felt it. it, it was right there. When you make me feel, oh man, that's something I can remember, and I still remember this to this day. And I felt yeah. like, oh man, you know. This this is the, just the, the the emotion, like what, what's going on with Adam Page is gonna betray him, or what's going on with Kenny, like he he's just on one lately right now, so we don't know what's we're gonna go. And then Kenny branched off, start being this possible belt collector, and that went nowhere. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> okay, and now he's just you know feeling insecure since Adam Cole came now and. And now it feels like he's taking a back seat to Adam Cole, actually. And when I think about it, because, you know, when I see the elite come out, I, 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 I instantly gravitate to Adam Cole. I'm like, where Adam Cole? I, yeah, Adam Cole. You know, I'm not, I don't even care about the AEW champion, oh Kenny Omega, God. man. You know, it's, 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 it's sad, but I think, you know, that that's a problem. That's why I got him at number five. Five. Kenny Omega, respect the rankings. <laughs> <laughs> They're your rankings. You can yes. rank them however you want. Yes. Number four. Number four. It's all about the boom. Oh, <laughs> over, Kenny. over Kenny Omega. I, tell, I, I said I might get smoked for this list. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> he just got there. The man just got there. I know. He just wow. got there, but that says something though. He 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 did not waste his time. He did it. He, he he's yeah. in there. He he makes he takes all the opportunities that he's given, 
in the short amount of time he's he's been so far with AEW, and he's been great. He's yeah. been excelling. I'm enjoying yes. the rivalry, the feud with he does with the elite with Jurassic Express. Yes, now they're yes, about to have yes. this Jungle Boy and Adam Cole uh, match, and I can't wait for that. It's man. Must see TV. Yes, yes. Uh, so yeah, I said it. Number four, Adam Cole over <laughs> Biff <laughs> Kenny Omega. <laughs> oh man! All right, all right. Number three, top three. Number three. M J F. Wow. Yeah. I like it. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. To me, he is the top heel of AEW and no the question. future of the face of the company. I, I I see it. You know, he's future proof in his career. And he brings the smoke. He bring it just like I talked about Eddie Kingston when he when he you don't know if he's shooting or working. Same thing with MJF. I don't know if he's shooting or working, doing a promo like he did with Brian Pillman Jr. You know, called his mom Methany. I was like, oh my God. Huh. Yeah. Man. Let's pause right there, sir. Right. <laughs> like, you may have crossed real? the line. Right. You may have crossed Was, the line. With did y'all that. talk about this? this <laughs> Does he know? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I question that every time. We're right. Was that a line. bullet point? Like, yeah, here's the bullet points for our promo. I'm going to call your mom Methany, okay? And then, or like, I'm going to call your mom some names. And, you know, you, you might. You might feel some type of way. But it's just for the show. It's just for the show, okay? You know, I, I just don't know, man. And Damn. But it, that's the unpredictable part of the MJF character that I love. You know, and he's mm-hmm. top notch when it comes to, to wrestling, too. He takes his time. I love that he takes his time. It's almost at a similar pace to the tribal chief at the table number one, man. You know, so he he understands that this is how you you know get the crowd invested. You know, you just go pop 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 pop. You know, multiple V trigger, multiple V trigger, multiple V trigger. You know, Kenny Omega fifth. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Just slow it down. You know, take your time. You know, well, you know, show show some. What what are you doing with this arm? You, you, you know, let me see some emotion. Make 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 your face all squeamish or something like that. I want to see it. But MJF number three, number right. two, former God's favorite champion because Ooh. there is a new God's favorite champion now head of the table. But number two, Miro. Wow. Yes. Respect. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Respect the rankings, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Miro, number two, to me, just character-wise, intimidating. Yeah. And he, you know, when he came in as the, the gamer or some shit like that, or game yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. You know, the best you know, man. He's the yeah, best yeah. man. <laughs> the best man. Right, right. You know, it was like there was a little murky waters here and there. But when they he went through that character change, he, he got on Kip Sabian, he just broke his back, a million pieces and all of that. <laughs> he was like, fuck the bullshit, bro. I'm about to be on one. He was on one. You know, got that TNT championship and just man, he was a strong champion. Uh I love his wrestling too. Uh he actually seem like he's even more intimidating wrestling wise 
compared to WWE, which I, to me, I'm like, okay, he's 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 putting it together too. Like I I I see that, I enjoy that from from Miro, man. So yeah, number two, Miro. Okay, you know what, brother? Number one before before I mention number one, yeah, man, you my brother, bro. You my brother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You are my brother because number one. Brian Danielson. Okay. AKA, you know, Daniel Bryan. <laughs> Formerly known as Daniel Bryan. <laughs> right. Right. That's WWE. Awesome. Hell yeah. yeah. But yeah, man, he, dude, he came in and just blew me away. Yeah. How he, like, still kept somewhat of his, his, interest music but now it's turned up into trap music times 10 you know it's like club banger you know uh by the way shout out to get your podcast because i just listened to their recent episode and they was going over like you know for old wwe theme music and new and mm-hmm. aw and when they went over daniel bryan or brian danielson uh and they was playing it a little bit longer than i actually heard it sounded like chris brown in the background bro it got like a Really? A chorus, yeah, it's wow. <laughs> a chorus, man. Huh. Okay, go get okay. on your Spotify, get on your Apple Music, look Listen up Daniel Bryan. Yeah, you gonna be like, oh, this nice, this little banger, this little banger, <laughs> little club banger, bro. Look, <laughs> DB, uh, BD now. <laughs> yeah, but number one, man, all the way, he puts it together, That's man. Right. You know, he he just came off. He been having, dude, he's been. He's been on one this year, 2021, bro, since yes. the tri- Tribal Chief. Yep. Tribal Chief kicked you out, but he, he kicked you out in a respectable way, sir. You know what yep. I'm saying? Yep. You know, he debuted the new music on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. He's like, I'm going to mail this. Bro, I'm about <laughs> to bless you with, with this new music real quick. <laughs> exactly. Oh man! And they've been having bangers ever since. After that, bro. Yeah, nah, he's you know been great. Saying? Well, WrestleMania too. Yeah, WrestleMania banger. Great match. Great match Triple there. Threat. Yeah. He had the uh, was the elimination chamber matchup. Was that this year or last year? Where he went through, won it, but then had to face uh, Roman right after. Like that was the lead up. I think that was twenty twenty. That was that was like the was it end of twenty twenty. Is either the beginning of 2021 or the end of 2020. I want to say 20 Because that's how we got to. Because I think we had Elimination Chamber right before WrestleMania. So it was 2021. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was after the Rumble. Yep, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So that's correct. Dude, it's been a crazy year for him. Yeah. Crazy year. Jumping companies, you know, like being a venue WrestleMania and now being a major part of AEW in the same year. Like that's, that's intense. That's insane. Just great list, great list. Now, I do have some questions for you, though, with this mm, list. Okay. Um, there's two names that I'm noticing you didn't put on here, and I'm curious where they fell. Yeah. Uh, one was CM Punk. Yep. Um, and the other one was Adam Hangman Page. So both of them didn't make your list. So so what went into the thinking for those two uh, specifically? Uh, Adam Hayman Page, simply he just haven't been there. Like he, yeah, he had that major pop, but I got him right on the cuff, right on the outside. Okay. I'm, I, like honorable mention, like 11, 12. I mean, not okay. 11, 12, like 13, 13 14. 14. 
Yeah, like CM Punk, they could be like interchangeable from that point. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. I mean, you know, for me, you know, looking at it, I was thinking about names like Pac and Andrade. Like, I didn't put them on here. Mm-hmm. And I think they're great wrestlers. It's just I feel like I haven't really seen them as much as I want to. It's you crazy. Know, so. I actually had Pac in there that I scratched them out. I was like, yeah, oh, I thought about it. I was like, ah, nah, nah, nah. No yeah, more. can't do it. Can't do it. No, I know. I, I feel you. You know, doing this list, it was a fun exercise to try to see, like, all right, who do I cut? And even I had to at least mention my honorable mentions, you know, with, yeah. with John Silver and Cassidy and Jericho. But, yeah, like some people, it's just they're not going to make the list. And it, it's it's our it's our list. You know, we can do these, the rankings, how we want. So <laughs> that's awesome. Now, the men's side is done. All right, guys. That's going to wrap up for part one. Be on the lookout for part two along with the after hours episode as well don't forget about that and you can always find the awesome podcast and the video platform on our website clarkstreetwrestling.com st for the abbreviation and don't forget about our merch we got some great merch for you beast house hoodies coffee cups notebooks even blankets yeah i said it we got blankets for this winter time up here in the shy to get all warm and closer to your significant others so don't forget about it clarkstreetwrestling.com forward slash store for your pleasure it is decided 